going on guys welcome back to a week one preview uh coming a week early obviously uh we got the first thursday night football game coming up next week time of recording uh week one of football season for college football is coming around obviously ohio state just played last night uh we got the big game um obviously the u is gonna play bama uh probably gonna be a blowout but i'll be rooting for our boys no matter what but uh we'll be looking at nfl tackling um looking at some spreads looking at some money lines over unders uh what we like and who we think is going to win each game uh first of all how are we doing here today on the pod we all enjoying that new jersey so far fantastic couldn't be better yeah. don't sleep on that new soldier boy album though that shit fire yeah don't sleep on that drake finally released night around i've been waiting for that song for like a year now it's finally out i'm i'm, I'm hyped I've been for fair trade ever since I heard the snippet. So, oh yeah, right. true. When he busts out to the vibe, I was like, okay. all right. Then so, Travis. yeah, I, I I didn't even know he. I was like, oh shit. But hey, we got a whole episode coming for that. So, you guys will hear our opinions. But um, we're gonna head into the first game. Obviously, I alluded to it's gonna be Jose and his Cowboys going against the reigning Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A game that. Should be a huge box office game. A lot of firepower on offense, obviously. Uh, CeeDee Lamb just got off the COVID list. So COVID, uh, I mean, so we should have Amari Cooper, uh, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Dak Prescott at the helm for that game. Obviously, with a new and improved uh, Ezekiel Elliott, a healthy offensive line. And then obviously Tampa returning every starter from that championship team, adding some more depth with players like Gio- Giovanni Bernard um, and some other guys sprinkled in there. Uh, obviously, Gronk's got another year under his belt, but I'll let Jose kind of hop into this preview. What do you think is going to happen with this game? And then um, we'll kind of look into uh, the bets real quick and what we think looks good value-wise for this. But, Jose, I'll let you take it away. Yeah, I mean, Dallas is plus plus 300 against this, against the Bucks in this game, which I'm taking all day. That's That's great value. You know, this Dallas defense is not nearly the same as it was last year. Last year – was probably the worst defense we've had in a while. And we were still able to keep games close. Now, you know, we've got more run stuffing, you know, on that on that defensive line. We've brought in Micah Parsons. We've bolstered our secondary. You know, we brought in, you know, a bunch of guys um, from the draft, like Nation Wright. And then our O-line, which is the most important thing, to be honest, is finally, finally healthy. I mean, we got Lyle Collins, who we paid – two seasons ago and did not play last year. Uh, Tyron Smith is back. Biotis is healthy. Zach Martin and Connor Williams looks good. Like he finally looks good. So I don't, I don't think, you know, I don't think the Bucks are going to be able to beat up on this Dallas defense the way, the way teams did last year. Um, and our offense has just as many pieces as anyone out there in the league. I mean, we've got probably one of the most potent offenses in the league, even last year, I mean, we were putting up like 40 something points on the Browns. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Dallas in this game. Like, uh, not no bias. I'm taking Dallas. I, I can see that. But uh, honestly, so Jose's bet here, if he's going to take a bet from this game, he's taking on my line, it's plus 275. He's, he's got plus 300, even better. Carson, uh, what are you liking from this team? Uh, who do you take? And uh, what's a bet you like in this game? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, the Bucks have a pretty terrible value. At a, I, I got them at like a minus 330, probably like most places like minus 300. Just not really good odds. Um, I mean, honestly, taking a flyer on the Cowboys at, you know, plus 275, plus 300 is honestly worth it just because I can definitely see the Cowboys, um, you know, just eking out a dub. Um, I don't really like the spread. I think a minus seven and a half. I would love it to be minus six and a half. I just worry about back garbage time because I expect the Bucks to win and be up uh, late. And I just Dak. It's like his specialty, you know, like inching closer and closer, but like never like close enough to get the win at the end. So I kind of worry about the spread a little bit. But um, I would try and get that minus six and a half if you can uh, for the uh, for the Bucks, if anything. Um, Maybe the overs, um, you know, first week um, be a massive shootout. You know, defenses, um, you know, aren't fully fully intact yet. Um, but I, I would definitely go with the Bucks minus six and a half if you can get that line down there. Yeah, I was just buy some points on that. And then if I got to take anything, um, <clears throat> I think I feel like the I think it's going to be a low scoring first half, and I feel like the second half is going to ramp up. So if you can get a good live bet on this. I think the overs could be great. I think it's. I think it could go over fifty-one and a half. I mean, I think this is going to be. If this is a shootout, it's going to be a thirty-plus, thirty-plus oh, yeah. game. Oh, yeah. so it's going to be well over, um, which I could see. But I mean, you also got to look at the championship defense. But I mean, can Charlton Davis, can uh, Jamel Dean, and can oh, what's the other? Oh, Sean Murphy Bunning, can all of them really realistically cover all of their guys? I mean, there's a reason why I drafted Ceedee Lamb in the third round of our fantasy draft. Uh, he's going to be an elite wide receiver option uh, this year, not just only in fantasy, but um, the way, you know, he's been shining out in camp. Um, I'm going to take the over in this game, but uh, if you want to be real safe on it, I'd wait till halftime and expecting it's going to be a closer game. Um, I'd probably bet the over. Ah, but um, therefore we'll move on to the next game slotted on my schedule. Uh, a huge game. I think uh, two teams have a lot of upside this year. We'll get the Arizona Cardinals versus the Tennessee Titans. Currently, right now, Titans are favored minus three. Um, also, I mean, and the over-under is uh, 52 on my side. Um, Carson, I'll start off with you. Um, who are you thinking uh, in this game that you're going to take? Um, and what bet do you like in this game? Also, I'll go back. I'll, uh, I'll take the Buccaneers uh, in that game. As much as I think the Cowboys are a good value bet could come up, I just feel like a championship defense uh, – is going to be the reason that's going to help them out in that game. It should be a close one, though. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. You said Steelers, uh, Bills, right? Kind of lagged out. Oh, no, no. Cardinals, Titans. Cardinals, Titans. Cardinals, Titans. Um, no, two, two teams are super close in mind. I don't really feel comfortable picking either one. There's a lot of um, – there's honestly a lot of really good matchups this week, like a lot of, like, uh, you know, kind of 50-50 plays. Um, yeah. That kind of scare me. Um, I mean, Liam, you mentioned to us earlier, I definitely love that over um, – you know, both teams, uh, you know, the Cardinals, Tyler Murray, Hopkins, they're going to come out firing against, you know, pretty, you know, pretty bad Titans defense. Um, and then the Titans, you know, they're going to want to show off, you know, their new weapon in Julio Jones. They got A.J. Brown still. Derrick Henry, you know what he's going to do. So I definitely love the, uh, the shootout. And uh, if anything, I'm going with that instead of, you know, picking lines or, or picking spreads because I think this game is going to be really close and a toss-up. Um so I definitely think the safest pick is for sure the, uh, the over because these are two very potent, uh, very uh, high-scoring offenses. So. 
Aussie. And then, yeah, the defenses are not very talented. Aussie, um, both teams adding huge edge rushing pieces this offseason, but Dupree signing from the Pittsburgh Steelers to the Titans, uh, you know, play alongside Hayward Landry to add that much needed pass rush that Mike Vrabel was not able to get from his defense last year. And then uh, Aussie JJ Watt now playing alongside Chandler Jones, two aging uh, stars, uh, which are elite sack guys. And Aussie, um, you know, Isaiah Simmons uh, into his second season, hoping to take a jump. But I'll hand it off to Jose here. Uh, what are you thinking from this game? Yeah, one thing I really want to watch out for in this game is, you know, the the Sammy Watkins effect, which is big-time performances <laughs> from, you know, non-big-time players, you know, those early performers. And I think a, a, a great example of this is going to be James Conner because this week he could have a really good week where he gets the goal line work. He gets, you know, a couple of receptions, a couple of good, you know, like let's say 85 to 100-something yards. And, you know, people are like, well, wow, he's a legit RB this year. But there has not been a single year where he's not deal- dealt with injury, even before he came into the league. Um, you know, he's got he's got an injury history longer than than a grocery store receipt, just like OBJ. So, I mean, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a long shot to say he'll be hurt sometime this season. So if he if he performs early, sell high on him because do not count on him to be there for the playoffs because he won't. Yeah, agreed. I see that. But um, is there a bet you're liking this game? You taking the over? You taking money line spread? What are you looking at? Yeah, as far as bets, I think the spread the spread's probably going to be covered for sure. I mean, plus three, that's that's definitely going to be covered. Especially you know the defense is probably not going to be crazy for the Titans. So Cardinals Cardinals are going to run it up at some point. All right. Well, uh, if I got to take a bet here, I mean, on uh, we'll have a graphic going up later on the Instagram. For week one, um, I do like the over in this game. Uh, really, teams that don't have really good secondaries, also super young. Also, we know what Buda Baker is. Uh, kind of a run support uh, safety, though. Not really the biggest, you know, pass coverage guy. And then, obviously, Byron Murphy stepping into that cornerback one position. With some unproven guys, I believe Marco Wilson second on the depth chart behind him at corner. And, obviously, Isaiah Simmons. But then looking at the Titans, I can't even name you their starting cornerback. Uh, I mean, what is it? Um uh, their first round draft pick. Farley? Yeah, yeah Farley was injured. But like, yeah. and then Ke- Kevin Byers regressed uh, from last season. Um, I feel like it's going to be two guys. I'm looking at this game. I think there'll be some stars, uh, two of the best deep threats in the league that I think are going to show out. It's going to be Christian Kirk and the rookie Rondell Moore. I think they'll be able to spread the offense open and allow, you know, DeAndre Hopkins to work the middle of the field this game. Um, I think it should be a super exciting game. I wish it wasn't a one o'clock game because I feel like this game because of perfect prime time. You know, have it out there in the desert. Uh, it'd be awesome. But um, I'm taking the over. And uh, if I had to bet on um, something else, I- I'm taking the Cardinals plus uh, 130, plus 135. So. Uh, hey, wait, let me ask you all a question real quick. What, do you guys have any expectations at all for AJ Green this year? For AJ Green? Sure. Yeah. No, not at all. No. <laughs> no reclamation project status at all. No redemption arc status. 25 receptions max. They've got so many more explosive receivers on that team. Like young guys that deserve a chance. I don't think AJ Green's really yeah, one of those last guys. Year, like, it, was, it was really just all Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. Now they got Kirk. They got Rondell. They got Isabella. I feel like it's going to be a much better offense. So they're not going to need to go to AJ Green. I mean, AJ Green could be a good red zone target. I could see that. But I mean, yeah. 
Super I fair. Like four touchdowns, 25 receptions as his max on the season, but I, I can't, I don't see him being anything, you know, and he could, he could win you a yeah. game. I could see that, but like, He's definitely going to have a, vint- a vintage game this season where he's all over ESPN. No, like, it's vintage AJ Green. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see it now. Yeah. All right. But um, the next game on my list, uh, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars facing off against the Houston Texans. Um, it's assumed that this game, Tyrod Taylor will be the starter for the Texans as uh, it seems to be moving towards a deal where the Miami Dolphins will be acquiring Deshaun Watson. Um, obviously, the rumors are turning up. I mean – uh, Miami's ownership is super interested in trying to acquire Watson. Obviously, his off-the-field issues aside, uh, one of the best quarterbacks in this league. Um, but one of the best young quarterbacks is coming out uh, for his debut this game. Uh, unfortunately, Gardner Minshew lost the, uh, the job, uh, traded over to Philly, uh, and that means uh, Trevor Lawrence will be starting. Obviously, uh, his first-round teammate, Travis Etienne, out for the season. Uh, he'll be going to James Robinson uh, as his lead back with Carlos Hyde there as well. Um, some really shiny weapons. I think everyone's excited to watch from Jacksonville. Obviously, the implementation of uh, LaVisca Chenault more into this offense, uh, as well as Marvin Jones, and then just the overall Urban Meyer effect. Um, currently, Jacksonville is favored um, at minus 150 with a minus three spread. Uh, I feel like this game, I, I don't see much talent on the Texans. You know, a team that could realistically win one or two games, in my opinion. Um I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars minus three. Uh, I think they're going to cover the spread, uh, and that's my bet. But, uh, Jose, uh, what are you thinking for the outcome of this game? I'm definitely taking the under. Uh, 44-and-a-half, there is no way they put up a, a combined 44 points. Like, as, as good as the Jaguars' offense is, this Texans team is atrocious. And, I mean, the Jaguars, like, they could be easy cruising this game, just running. Normally, it's the other it's the other way around where teams run all over uh, Jacksonville. Nah, this time Jacksonville gets to do the running. They're gonna run all over the Houston Texans. Definitely can see that. Um, honestly, there's no really pass rush now there at Houston, so uh, that weak offensive line is gonna look a lot stronger in that game. But uh, Carson, what do you think here? Um, I think some great advice for this year for betting wise is just bet, uh, you know, bet the team that's playing the Texans this year. Like, just look at the schedule and just whichever team they're playing, pick them. I think uh, they should be the favorite to be the worst team. I mean, we were talking about it off wax uh, before we started this. Like, you can't really like name anyone on the Texans. It just, you know, it's just really sad how a couple years ago they were, you know, competing with the Chiefs in the playoffs. To now be like, who, who they even have. And I think uh, it's key to like jump on games like this where the odds are still like, you know, pretty decent in your favor because I think, you know, after a few weeks, you know, if we, you know, we see the Texans getting, like, we see how bad they really are, then the lines are just going to be all over the place. You know, like, whichever team they're playing, it's going to be like minus a thousand, you know, and it's just going to not really be worth it to pick whatever team's playing the Texans. So hop on them, get your money now while the, uh, while the lines are still good. And I think the Jaguars are minus two, you know, minus two and a half, minus three. I mean, the Jags really aren't that much better than the Texans, to be honest. But at least they have, you know, great talent in Trevor Lawrence. They have, you know, three really solid wide receivers, I think, that we all really like. Um, and I think, and with James Robinson, like, that's enough, you know, to, and to just win by three. Like, come on. Oh, I love that pick for sure. That's one of my favorite picks of this week, honestly. 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, we'll keep moving on. I think a game that is going to be super close, I can see either team winning, uh, really scares me in terms of betting-wise. Los Angeles Chargers finish against the Washington football team. Um, obviously, bringing in new uh, coaching to the Chargers as Anthony Lynn heads out to be the offensive coordinator of Dan Campbell this season in Detroit, while Brendan Staley, the former defensive coordinator of the Rams, will take control uh, as the Chargers. Obviously, uh, heading into the season, uh, looking for a big season out of Mike Williams. Uh, you know, Justin Herbert likes to throw the ball downfield, and Mike Williams' best season was ranked as the highest uh, yards per reception player in the NFL. Um, but also look at this Washington team, a very stout defense, uh, good all, basically at all levels. I think linebacker is their weakest position, but still uh, one of the scariest front fours you have in the league. Um, obviously, reinforced back there. Uh, you had some good uh, rookie talent out of Chase Young and Cameron Curl this last season. Um, obviously, you got cornerbacks uh, galore. You got signed William Jackson in the offseason. Uh, you still got Fuller uh, and so on and so forth. But then with the Chargers uh, losing Melvin Ingram, but you know, you're still going out there. You get another season under the belt for Kenneth Murray. Uh, Joey Bosa went healthy, he's one of the best pass rushers in this league. Um, and yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll hand it over here to Jose. Uh, what are you thinking here for this game um, in terms of betting wise? I'm kind of stuck, but uh, I probably got a bet I can go to here. Yeah, as much as I like the Chargers. And they really, you know, addressed their offensive line in the draft, obviously drafting Rashawn Slater. But this this football team, man, their defense is disgusting. And they're gonna beat up, they're gonna beat up on the Chargers, man. Like no one's stopping Chase Young, you know, and, and that's not even that's not even the tip of the iceberg when it comes to their defense, you know. Uh so plus one hundred for Washington. I think that's that's a pretty solid bet. You know, they they got Ryan Fitzpatrick now, who's obviously can put up points like that, and it's it's going to be bad. It it could turn bad very quickly for the Chargers, but we'll see what Herbert's made of. And yeah, I think it's going to be a good game. All right, Carson, what do you think for this game? Well, I'll start with betting. I don't really want to bet this game at all just because, I mean, it's so close. I mean, the spread is like one, you know, for three or four. You're basically getting even money on whoever you pick. So, I mean, you know, I'm not going to give you any advice, but if you, you know, if you feel strongly about one team, I say go for it because you're getting really good odds on either on either squad. But this is one of my favorite matchups of the week. I'm so excited. Uh, you know, you guys talked about Washington's defense. You're going to be super scared. I'm glad I got their defense and fantasy. Um, and then, and then you look at the Chargers who bolster their offensive line to you know protect their you know their franchise team and Herbert. So I'm super, yeah, I'm just super excited because you know, see Herbert, you know what he can do against his stout defense. Uh, I hope Chase Young doesn't get after him too much. You know, don't want to see Herbert get injured or anything. Um, two running backs we both love. I know Liam, you're going to be paying attention to this game super closely. You got both running backs that are going to be on the field and uh, Gibson and Eckler, two guys that we think have super, super high ceilings, uh, especially in PPR. Um, just a lot of guys I'm looking for. Terry McLaurin, Keenan Allen, two receivers that, you know, I love in fantasy that you are, you know, safe, high floor guys with also incredible ceilings as well with, you know, Herbert and uh, Fitzpatrick. Uh, it's week one. It's prime Fitzpatrick time. So maybe, you know, that's kind of leading me towards the football team a little bit. They're also at home. But it's not enough to get me to pick this game. Um just because I think it's going to be super, super close. Yeah, I definitely agree. It, it, it's, it's Patrick time during the beginning of the season. Um, and I have had to take a bet here. Um, 
I, I wouldn't bet spread or money line. I'd stay away. I, I'd maybe look at a prop bet, but uh, if, if I'm just going to go up the three I got here in front of me, I'm taking the under. I, I feel like the really good defense is underrated. You got yeah. Brendan Staley commanding a unit that has one of the most talented forces on them. Aussie, uh, one of the one of my most favorite players in the uh, NFL, Derwin James, returning from injury. I think he's going to remind he's going to remind everyone. I think he could have a defensive player of the year season. You know, hot take out here, like a Jamal Adams type of impact when Jamal Adams was balling out there in New York. But uh, I'm a little worried about the cornerback group from um, the Chargers. Obviously, Asante Samuel Jr. will probably slot in there uh, in the nickel uh, alongside Mike Davis and um, Chris Harris Jr. who has been one of my favorite cornerbacks in the NFL ever since I've started watching, but he's aging. Um, obviously, the speed of Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. Um, this game could turn into a shootout, but I feel like just too talented the defenses. Uh, I'm taking the under in this game. But um, so now move us, now move us into our next uh, game, uh, a game that I think has a really juicy line. I'm really kind of surprised. Maybe Vegas is doing something to me here. I'm currently looking at it. Uh, if you want to bet the Vikings in this game, Aussie Vikings and Bengals, what we're talking about, if you want to bet minus three and a half on my website, you get plus 105 odds. Uh, I think I'm going to put my entire banker on at this point, but uh, just kind of going into the overview of this game, obviously uh, not really too many pieces being added to this Vikings team this season. Uh, just a lot of guys coming back from injuries. Obviously, Daniel Hunter missed the entire season. Uh, Eric Kendricks will be coming back and so on and so forth. Uh, and then this Bengals team, obviously shining, uh, their new weapon in Jamar Chase, who uh, had some struggles during the preseason with some drop issues. But, you know, it's a young receiver thing. He was one of those talented receivers in college football history at such a young age at LSU on that championship team. And obviously yeah. Burrow coming back from injury, we're all going to be rooting for him, his return. But obviously the offensive line is going to be a huge question, especially when uh, they got some maulers on that Vikings team. I know they added Galvin Tomlinson this offseason from the Giants. Mm-hmm. Obviously Daniel Hunter, I mentioned, Stephen Weatherly, uh, a pretty decent uh, defensive end himself. You know, you got Anthony Barr, who's a good uh, linebacker. Um, Michael, P- uh, I believe they got Michael Pierce as well, uh, coming back from being uh, away during COVID season. Um, if I'm taking a bet, I- I'm hammering, I'm hammering the hell out of minus three and a half for the Vikings. I think they could win by 20 points in this game. I think it's going to be a wake-up call for the Bengals. Uh, they're going to have to turn things around. Uh, and Zach Taylor is going to be on the hot seat after this week one blowout is my bold prediction. Yeah. But, Carson, I'll hand it to you. I know this is a really juicy bet. You've seen as well. Uh, take it away. Yeah, I'm all in on uh, three and a half. I'm, I'm getting, like, plus money on that spread. I just think, you know, I look at all the uh, factors going in this game. Uh, Cincinnati is at home, but, I mean, it's not like it's going to – it's not like we're in December in Cincinnati. It's going to be, like – High 70s, low 80s, perfect playing conditions. Um, you know, Kirk Cousins on, you know, not a prime time game. You know, just, uh, what is this, uh, the 1 o'clock slot, the 10 o'clock slot? Um, regardless, yeah. it's not prime time. And, you know, like you said, you know, uh, the Vikings have a, definitely a slept-on defense. They have a lot of nice pieces, um, and they're going up against that terrible O-line. Um, and then, you know, the Vikings, you know, Cook's going to run all over the – Bengals, you have to worry about Jefferson and Thielen. Um, and I think uh, just the Vikings are uh, they're going to be a really strong team. I expect them to go like maybe like nine, ten wins, honestly. And I think it starts here with the Bengals, um, just because you know that O line, their defense isn't going to do anything. Um, and I, like you said, I think I think it could be a ball, honestly. 
Um, with you know, the Bengals, maybe making it a little frisky in, in garbage time, you know. So I, I love yeah. this three and a half. Let's see. I'm hammering this all day. Exactly. Jose? Really tough matchup for the Bengals to have week one because, you know, that pass rush is going to expose their O-line so quickly. And, I mean, they just cut uh, one of their – I'm pretty sure he was their starting left guard last season, Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Not MJ23, but Michael Jordan, the left guard. And now they've got Quentin Spann. I mean, the only guy on this O-line that I think is starter capable or has proven to be is Riley Reef, and he's not not even that amazing. So, yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, it, this this Minnesota def- uh, pass rush especially is, is something to look out for, and stuff but yeah like you guys said three and a half i'm taking that i'm taking that all right so we got our bets for that game we'll move on uh, a game that i think is gonna be super interesting um i know uh you carson especially a huge fan uh seeing robbie anderson and sam darnold teaming up against their old team in this game honestly the storyline you know we got matt rule taking under uh the reins uh, another season of robbie anderson who we made into a star last season um, at one point was leading the league and receiving by a pretty decent margin. Uh, now he's playing with his old quarterback, uh, former USC Trojan, uh, Colin Coward's uh, god, in his opinion, Sam this Darnold. Guy, um, this guy, yeah. Exactly. Honestly, we got a fully healthy Christian McCaffrey from the looks of it. Um, and even if anything goes wrong, you've got the extremely talented running back out of Oklahoma State, Chuba Hubbard, backing him up. Um, Honestly, still, we got DJ Moore. Uh, you did lose uh, Curtis Samuel, but I think there's still plenty of mouths to feed, so there's not too big of a worry here in this offense. And then looking at the Jets, um, you're just hoping to see some sort of production out of guys you know, like Elijah Moore and Corey Davis, uh, two guys that are expected to have some pretty big seasons out there in New York this season. Uh, we'll be looking towards the fantasy aspect of this game, especially to see how players like Michael Carter get involved in the offense. You know, it has been talked about that perhaps it could be a running back by committee or that, you know, Kelvin Coleman's going to be a guy that takes a lot of snaps in the beginning. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're seeing, you know, Mekhi Becton's going to be going up against Brian Burns. I think that's going to be a great matchup uh, to watch if you're kind of looking for that kind of stuff. And, uh, obviously, uh, seeing J.C. Horn in action, uh, the second cornerback selected. Actually, you know, the first cornerback selected in this year's draft. First, yeah. Exactly. We're in the single digit this year. Um, but no, I'll hand it off here. Uh, Jose, uh, what are you thinking for uh, this game? Uh, where would you go betting wise if you had to take a chance? Yeah, this is a this is great for Sam Darnold, like first game of the season to just have the opportunity to prove, you know, that the Jets were wrong in getting rid of him. And obviously he's got Robbie Anderson back, which we love and a bunch of other weapons. So I think, you know, he's going to come back with a vengeance. He's going to try to beat up on his old team. So I'm taking the spread uh, minus five for Carolina. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to score points for sure. Definitely Carson. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely pro Sam Darnold. I think this is, yeah, you mentioned Jose. It's great that he's playing the Jets week one because I see, you know, See it as a win-win for him. Like, you know, even if he loses, it's like, oh, okay, well, at least, you know, 
sorry, lost the Jets, lost the whole team, whatever. I'll hear all the stories and the headlines come out. But at least we can move past that and don't have to deal with it the rest of the season. But then if he wins against his old team, it's great momentum heading into the rest of the season. Yeah. So I, I, I see it as a dub regardless. Uh, I'm really interested to see Zach Wilson. I think he really impressed me in the preseason, and I, I hope it's just not a, a you know preseason facade. I, I hope uh, you see some success, and I think for this will be a this will be a decent test, a nice little test that he's made. I think the Panthers have a, a good defense, not great, pretty risky. Uh, like you mentioned, Brian Burns. I like Jeremy Chin a lot, um, and I would definitely take the Panthers at uh, a minus five as, as well. Uh, they're at home. Um, you know, like you mm-hmm. said, Darnold, Robbie Anderson both have a lot of extra incentive. Um, and I think uh, that's a great storyline. Well, another thing, I, I'm picking the Panthers, but I also really want to see you mentioned Liam. Two just uh, receivers. I want to see the target share there. I'm also really interested in that backfield. There's a lot of guys in there. I really like Michael Carter, but to me, it's, it's really looking like he'd be more of a late season search. I think right now it's going to be a definitely comedian first. Uh, you still got Tevin Coleman back there. Um, got some other guys in the backfield kind of muddled up. So um, I'm interested, interested to see how that plays out. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm picking the Panthers as well at, a, at minus five. I feel pretty good. Yeah, also something I uh, forgot to mention, uh, former 49ers defensive coach Robert Salah will be making his head coaching debut here for the Jets. Yeah. It's to see, is he going to be bringing that energy that he brought on the sidelines that, you know, motivated the Niners to be uh, a top defense uh, just a couple years ago in their Super Bowl run? Uh, but if I'm taking a bet here, I'm taking the Carolina Panthers minus five. Uh, I think it's pretty secure. I think they're going to win by at least a touchdown. I think a touchdown is pretty comfortable. I think Zach Wilson could get some good throws in there. Uh, but I also like the team over for the Panthers, uh, 23 and a half. I see them scoring at least four touchdowns, or if not, three touchdowns and a couple field goals. So uh, that's the bet I'll take uh, sure. as well. Ooh. And like but then we go into a game which I will be hammering the hell out of the over in this game. It's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles matching up against the Atlanta Falcons. Obviously, the most highly touted uh, tight end prospect of our lifetimes. Um, Kyle Pitts will be making his debut alongside uh, budding star uh, Calvin Ridley. Um, and, you know, Arthur Smith leading the charge of this team. Obviously, some breaking news coming out of Atlanta, uh, I believe, yesterday. Uh, Wayne Gallman, former uh, 49ers and Giants running back, has signed uh, to play alongside Mike Davis. Um, kind of scary for some fantasy owners out there. You know, Wayne Gallman has proven that he can be a really decent uh, running back in this league. Uh, you know, are they going to go to an RBC? Uh, you know, is it going to be a third down back situation for Mike Davis? Um, honestly, hoping that uh, Mike Quad Davis can still get a lot of touches out there. But honestly, you know, Jalen Hurts, uh, the Oklahoma uh, slash Alabama product, uh, will be going out with a full se- offseason under his belt. You know, being the uh, starter for the Eagles, um, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Devontae Smith making his debut, uh, going against a rather weak secondary. Uh, you know, probably A.J. Terrell might be the guy guarding him. Uh, if Stavante Smith can prove all the haters wrong that, you know, making fun of his small, frail frame that he can actually go out there and ball. Uh, so I'm going to ask you, Carson, um, right now that Falcons are currently favored at minus three and a half. Uh, what are you taking in this game? Uh, yeah, I definitely pick uh, Falcons to win. Um, I don't really like their money right now. I'm definitely going over as well. I think to, uh, Pretty uh, pretty bad defenses, honestly. I think there's just going to be a lot of offensive volume. Ridley's going to be running around out there. Hurts is going to do his thing. You know, hopefully get Sanders involved. 
Um, so I definitely love the over. I just want to talk about Mike Davis real quick, someone that I think all three of us are we're really high on. Uh, my prediction is that Gallman, it won't be an RBC. I think Gallman would just kind of be in there to relieve Davis a little bit, get a couple carries and, you know, let him catch his breath or whatnot. I don't think it's going to be too worrisome. At least I hope so. Um, I think for the most part, it's going to be Mike Davis's back with Gallman is just kind of in charge because I think with them signing him so, you know, so late in the offseason, you know, with only a week left to go, I don't really see that. It's like, oh, okay, you know, we're bringing you in and we're going to like, just, he hasn't had enough time yet. I don't, I don't really see him uh, getting a ton of carries. He's right away, uh, you know, that's definitely going to be something to monitor, but I don't really expect him to play any games his workload too much. Um, but yeah, definitely loved over. I think you know, hurts Ryan. They're gonna be throwing the ball all around the field. Um, and definitely want the over. I just don't really want to pick either team because even though it's the Eagles, I still never trust the Falcons to close out a game. So I, I never really like betting on the Falcons, no matter how easy the matchup is. Uh, so I think I'll, I'll go do him. I'll go with the over instead. But I will pick the Falcons to win. I just won't be putting money on it. Got it, Jose. Yeah, this is a game I kind of really don't want to bet on because, I mean, it's the Eagles and, I mean, the the spread's not really, you know, too much in, in either either team's favor. I mean, these are teams that, yeah, they've got, you know, some offensive pieces, but they could also fall apart very quickly um, yeah. if, they're not, if they're not clicking. And, I mean, we haven't seen Kyle Pitts in the NFL. We haven't seen Devonta Smith. I mean, Jalen Hurts has not had a full season as a starter. So it's a scary, it's scary. I don't really love any of these bets. Um, if I had to pick one, I'd probably take the Falcons, um, the Falcons money line, to be honest. Yeah. Because the, I mean, the Eagles defense is bad and so is the Falcons, but I think, I think the Falcons have this one in the bag. They've got Matt Ryan, who's much more experienced and, you know, the Eagles, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Jalen Hurts struggles out there and they throw Minshew just for shits and giggles. Arthur Smith, to his first game, excited to see what, what he's going to bring to the table. And Nick Serrini, uh, two rookie uh, head coaches going up against yeah. each other. Obviously, the rock, paper, scissors, king himself. Um, <laughs> if, if I got to take a bet, I'm taking the over. Uh, but if I had to pick a team in this, uh, I'm thinking the Eagles. I, I think a, a pretty decent play at plus 165. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts could really show out. I believe this was the arena that he uh, had the infamous comeback uh, when he took in for Tua. Um, so uh, I, I think Hurts got some magic this season. I think he could show out uh, against a pretty weak team that did lose a lot of pieces on their defense that was already horrendous to begin with. So uh, give me the Eagles. We'll take. Um, but we're going in. Obviously, uh, big fan of the show, uh, Chase and his Steelers going up against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, a really skewed line. Uh, I'm kind of surprised to see it like this. Yeah. Obviously, the Bills are the ones that ruined their perfect season last year. Um, Buffalo Bills are minus 280 um, and the Steelers plus uh, 230 uh, with a minus six and a half line. Um, obviously, Josh Allen heading into uh, a season that's going to prove a lot. He's got to show that last season was not just a fluke. Aussie, it was good for him. He kept his offensive coordinator and Brian Dable this offseason, the guy that I'm surprised didn't get a head coaching job. Definitely is going to be bound to get one next yeah. season. Um, yeah. But also, you know, you're looking at Pittsburgh to be shot, bring out their shiny new toy, Najee Harris, the running back out of Alabama. 
A lot of people have a lot of high hopes for him uh, in terms of fantasy and just overall performance. Uh, could be a guy that could resemble Zeke in his rookie season when he uh, had one of the best running back seasons for a rookie we've seen in a while. Um, otherwise, um, looking at the betting standpoint uh, from here this game, I mean, it's kind of hard not to want to bet the Bills. Uh, I think minus six and a half, I could see them winning by a touchdown. Obviously, uh, a Steelers defense you still got to respect the hell out of. Um, and I think the Steelers could really come out there and surprise. You never know. But um, I'll be safe. I'll take the Buffalo Bills, the sure product out here, minus six and a half. And I'll hand it off to Jose. Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm taking the Bills minus six and a half. I mean, they, they've they covered they've covered their spread 61% of the time since 2019. So I think it's a pretty safe bet. I mean, they, they beat up on the Steelers last year after they started the season 11-0. and 0. So I don't think the Bills are scared of anyone. You know, they're trying to contend with the Chiefs and the Steelers. You know, they're really not – they're really not getting in the way of the Bills right now. The Bills are a legit like freight train right now. They're on a mission, and I think they're going to get there. But, yeah, I'm taking the Bills minus six and a half to cover the spread. Carson, what are you thinking? Same. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm, I'm with the, the six and a half. I think the Bills, they got the continuity back. Um, you know, no, really – uh, just a couple, you know, new additions in their new draft pick about Emmanuel Sanders. Um, but basically, you know, returning the same team as last year. Super excited for them. Um, and I think the Bills are like they got a little taste of success last year, and I think uh, they know what it takes to you know get all you know deep in the playoffs. Um, and I think they're just gonna come out this season, just handle business and it starts with the Steelers. The Steelers, I see them as like a 500, like maybe a little bit over 500 ball club. Um, I think they're definitely going to come down from you know what they did last year. Um, I think we all knew uh, that this that was a pretty fluky uh, you know run that they had last year that they, it wasn't sustainable. Um, and so I definitely see the Bills handling business uh, and I'm hammering the uh, six and a half because if they got to win, it's going to be by a touchdown. I don't really see it being uh, a game that's going to be decided uh, by a field goal. So yeah, all right, so. Uh... We'll just take it on, keep moving through uh, the next game. The San Francisco 49ers, um, obviously, uh, now adding a quarterback this offseason in Trey Lance. He's not expected to start this week. Uh, Jimmy G should be the QB1. Uh, we'll be going against the Detroit Lions. Obviously, as I alluded to earlier, uh, Dan Campbell, uh, new head coach there. Uh, one of the craziest head coaches uh, we've seen so far this offseason and just his mannerisms. Uh, we'll be debuting with his new squad, the Detroit Lions. Um, obviously a huge trade out there this offseason. Uh, we'll get into it when we talk about the Rams, but uh, Jared Goff uh, getting sent over to the uh, Lions in exchange for Matt Stafford. Obviously some picks on there as well. So Jared Goff will be under the helm, under a pretty underrated offensive line, I'd say myself, uh, but one of the most weak receiving cores I think we've seen in a long time. Obviously headlined by the uh, Iowa product and TJ Hawkinson, who should be a huge look at for a lot of people in fantasy this year. I was going to demand an insane target share. I think even higher than any of the tight ends in this league uh, this season. I think he could. Uh, obviously, you got Tyrell Williams, uh, a guy that's shown some flashes, uh, but not really a guy that you think is going to be a thousand-yard receiver this season. Um, and then the most promising guy in this group is probably be uh, USC receiver Amon Ross St. Brown, obviously from the famous uh, St. Brown family line. But um, I think if you got to take a bet here. I mean, super biased, obviously. And my, my bias is going to clog it all. I'm taking minus seven and a half. Um, I just think with DeAndre Swift being questionable for this game, 
Um, it's going to be hard if Jamal Williams is the lead back for this team this game. So uh, I think the Niners, you know, a healthy Nick Bosa, uh, you know, healthy everyone. Um, I'm going to take them, uh, you know, to go against this really poor uh, unit, really defensively, I'd say they're pretty poor. I mean, they're probably poor all the way around. I think they'll be contending with the Texans for the worst team. Uh, I like, I'd love to see Jared Goff show that he's more uh, than just a product of the Sean McVay system. So um, otherwise, I, I think the Niners can win by at least 10 points. But um, I'll, I'll hand it off to Carson here. Obviously, I'll let the Niners fans speak, and then uh, Jose can give some non-clouded judgment for us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Lions are a team that, you know, I, there's a few – Few people through the grapevine that are like, oh, like a little bit higher on the lines. I will not be high on the lines. I, I, I want them to prove me wrong. Trust me. I want to see Dan Campbell and all that energy, you know, succeed a little bit. But I, I think the lines are definitely, uh, to me, it's like the Lions, the Eagles, the Texans. I don't kind of view them as like, you know, bottom of the barrel teams. Um, and I think the Niners, uh, you know, coming back after a very, very disappointing season last year. Um, you know, just wasn't really much you could do uh, when it you know reclaiming that NFC throne because just a ton of injuries. It's super unfortunate last year, but we're healthy now. Um, I think there's a you know you can bet that you know we might see Trey Lance this game. I might bet that as well. I think you know the Niners. I think they're just gonna you know run ball um, and just you know get a lead early, and we might potentially see Lance later on in this game. I think the Niners are gonna beat up on the Lions. Um, and I like that seven and a half spread. Um, and honestly, if you can't maybe throw their money line in some parlays, because I think this is, uh, you know, hopefully and, you know, probably definitely one of the, uh, the guaranteed wins uh, of this week. So I'm super high on the Niners, uh, easing them into this, this new season with the Lions. So I'm, uh, I'm looking to squad the Niners. Yeah, I think it's going to be, uh, if you want to make a huge bet, uh, I think the biggest lock of the week is going to be the under for the field goals for the Lions, uh, given they don't have a kicker on their roster. But uh, Jose, <laughs> what you got to say? Yeah, and the Niners, I mean, obviously they, they're used to Jared Goff. They faced him many, many times. They know what he brings to the table. Who knows how Dan Campbell's going to want to use him. Um, but, I mean, it's hard for me not to bet on the Niners, even though, you know, they're away – at Detroit, it's week one, but I mean, the minus seven and a half on an away game, I think I just have to take it. They're going to run the scoreboard up. They're going to run all over this Lions team and probably pass all over this Lions team too. So, yeah, I'm taking that minus seven and a half, even though it's an away game. All right. Yeah. So we'll move on. Uh, interesting game. I didn't even know they were playing this week. I think it's a pretty good matchup. We got the Seattle Seahawks versus the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I believe, if I'm under the correct assumption, uh, Carson Wentz will be starting for the Colts this week. Uh, I don't know about Quentin Nelson if he'll be back in time, but um, obviously the Seattle Seahawks, we know what they got. They had the biggest freak of nature on their team and DK Metcalf starting at wideout alongside Tyler Lockett. Um, didn't really make a lot of moves this offseason. Uh, probably their biggest offseason move was acquiring Dwayne Estridge, uh, the wide receiver uh, uh, in the draft this season. Uh, they did um, they did lose um, K.J. Wright, uh, who just signed with the Raiders just recently this week uh, and just traded uh, my least favorite player of all time, Akello Witherspoon, uh, to the Pittsburgh Steelers about a couple hours ago. Um, Wait, why? Otherwise... We need some backstory behind this. Bro, I just hate Akello Witherspoon. trash. Every time I watch, no, he's not trash. Like he's 
decent, but like every time I watch him, he's literally dog shit. And I just hated him. And my buddy always just like tries to judge me. He's like, <laughs> he's like, Akello's not that bad. I'm like, fuck Akello Witherspoon. Fuck his PFF grade, but whatever. He gets hit um, so hard. But nah, um, for the Seattle game, Colts game, I could see it going either way. You know, a really talented defense by the Colts, honestly, uh, led by Darius Leonard uh, and DeForest Buckner, uh, two guys who are really elite at their positions. Um, if I'm taking a bet, honestly, um, where is this game being played? Let me just refresh myself. Uh, it's going to be it's, at uh, Indianapolis. It's I'm, taking, Andy. I'm taking the Colts. I think at plus 125, that's good value. And uh, I might take the under as well. But, um, Jose, what are you thinking? Yeah, it says here, uh, Wentz has not been vaccinated for COVID-19, and thus he is on the restricted list, so he may not be even be able to play week one despite being healthy. So they might be forced to start Jacob Eason. If they do, I'm taking the Seahawks all day um, for a minus 2.5. But if Wentz is in there and he's fully healthy, you know, at home, you know, I'm taking I'm taking the Colts plus two point five. So it's really dependent on whether Wentz is in there or not. Obviously, he's their starter, but I mean, if he, if Eason is in there, I mean, I'm I want to see how he does because I mean, we've heard a lot of things coming out of their camp. You know, is it going to be Sam Ellinger? Is it going to be Jacob Eason? Is Wentz ever going to get healthy? So, you know, this could be this could be a QB battle here. Mm-hmm. Carson, what are you thinking? Um, before we get in this game, what's up with all these mid quarterbacks being anti-backs? I mean, we got Wentz, <laughs> her cousins, Tannehill, all these like mid-tier. I mean, I, I want to consider Tannehill mid-tier, but you know, he's like borderline. Like, what's up with yeah. this, man? Like, it's all the mid-tier know, quarterbacks that are not with the back team. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I find that funny, but regardless, um. Yeah, a really exciting matchup. I think, you know, two uh, opposite teams in terms of hype. I mean, you look at the Seahawks, they're a super loud team, a lot of star power on that squad. You know, obviously you have Russ, E.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jamal Adams, a lot of expectations for them, uh, you know, with the new OC. And then you have the Colts, the complete opposite, super quiet team. They just go about their business. Um, not a lot of, like, crazy star power, but a lot of really, really solid players. I really love their team on both ends of the ball. Um in terms, yeah, of course, there's line, their defensive line, offensive line, um, in terms of just lines, uh, one of the best in football for sure on both ends. Um, I do like the Colts as well. I think that's great, great value. They're at home. Um, I think they're going to keep, they're going to, you know, do their best at keeping the ball away from Russell Wilson. I think it's going to be their game plan all season. Just, you know, outrun everybody, you know, just keep the ball away from. Uh, the other team with that great offensive line. I expect a, a pretty big year from Jonathan Taylor coming into his own uh, that second year jump. Uh, and I think it's now clear cut that he's the number one guy, not like last year where, you know, Frank Reich wasn't really sure who to go to, whether, you know, Hines thrown in there, you know, if Taylor was really ready or not. And I think the end of the season and what he did at the end of the season really shows that, uh, you know, the coaching staff trusts Taylor, be that bell cow back. Um, and I think, you know, with the run game, that defense, I, I, I do love the content and that, uh, and that value that you're getting at plus, what did you say, Liam, 125? A plus 125. Yeah, really, really good value. Um, and, uh, it's, and I'm really excited to see what you know, the new OC, uh, I forgot his name, the Seahawks. 
Schottenheimer? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I was going to say that, too, but I was like, uh, I don't know. Brian Schottenheimer? But yeah, you're right, Schottenheimer. Right? Yeah. Um, I'll ask you, you know, what changes uh, he's going to bring, you know, what brought, I don't know if they're going to go even more run heavier. They kind of let Russ cook. You know, that's all, you know, that's always been a big question with Seattle the last few years. So I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen there. But uh, I would take the Colts in that money. The value too good. And the Colts are sneaking the spot, so. All right, so now um, take us into another game that I think deserves a prime time slot. Uh, it's going to be Cleveland versus Kansas City. Obviously, Cleveland, uh, one of the most anticipated teams this season, um, making a lot of offseason moves, just kind of starting. Um, Odell Beckham looks like he'll be returning from injury to start the season. Um, to JV on Clowney uh, being added, you know, hopefully alongside another uh, former number one pick, they can become, uh, you know, kind of some menaces over there. Uh, making a huge move this offseason uh, with the acquisition of John Johnson III from the Rams, a guy who played a key role on that defense that finishes number one in the NFL last year. Obviously, you have the return of Greedy Williams. Uh, you spend a first-round pick on Greg Newsom. Uh, you also have Denzel Ward out there. Uh, who was there? They had two first-round picks, correct? Or my uh, – J.O.K. Jeremiah. J.O.K. Oh, yeah. Second-round. Yeah. second yeah, he was sticking in the second, I believe, like 50th overall. But um, JLK, yeah. obviously, a uh, huge eyes on this much improved defense that wasn't really uh, a full, you know, coming to their own unit. Obviously, Grant Delpit, again, a Jim Fulp winner from uh, LSU, uh, will be hopefully slotting in alongside in a rotation that will involve uh, Ronnie Harrison, John Johnson, and himself. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, the best running back duo in the league, I think we've seen. Uh, the best running back duo we've seen in a, the dec a decade, I think. A guy who led the NFL in rushing yards in a couple seasons not long ago in Kareem Hunt. And uh, I think a top three pure rusher in the game in Nick Chubb. Uh, two guys I know Jose is very high on, has both of them on his fantasy team this season. Uh, so then I'll, I'll hand it off to Jose here again. Um, what are you thinking, Aussie, Kansas City Chiefs? We know what they are. Uh, a whole revamped offensive line and, you know, Losing the week one goat himself, Sammy Watkins. So, is it going to be McCole Hardman now? Is he finally going to take that step? But, uh, you know, you have two of the best receivers in this game in Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. But, uh, yeah. Jose, what are you thinking? This is probably the game I'm hyped for the most. I mean, the, the Chiefs knocked knocked the Browns out the playoffs last season with Chad Henney in the game. Um, so, you know the Browns are going to come back with a vengeance. Uh, they're in Kansas City. But I don't think I don't think it's a long shot to say they're going to cover the over. I mean, fifty-three. Can each team put up twenty-seven points? I think so. And I mean, we know for sure that the Chiefs are going to do that. The Browns have a great offense as well, um, and it's not going to be a, a run-heavy game. There, it's this is going to be a shootout. I feel like so. I'm taking the over. I know it's a I know it's a big stretch. You know, fifty-three. But I think they're going to get there. Fifty-three on the over. I'm taking it. I like it. Carson, what are you thinking? Yeah, I also love the over as well. Um, I'd also be convinced that the Browns, uh, you they get six and a half points. Um, I think this is going to be a really close game. I think both teams are super hungry and uh, super motivated. The Browns, you know, obviously got a, got a taste of the blood season last year. High expectations. They lost to the Chiefs. They want that revenge. And then the Chiefs are just on a whole revenge tour. They got embarrassed in the Super Bowl last year. It's really for the Chiefs championship or bust. And I think uh, you know, that loss uh, that they took last year against the Bucks 
uh, is motivating them through the whole season. I have high, crazy expectations for them. Uh, this year, they're going to have a massive passing attack. Um, and I, I again, really love the over. Also, uh, like that six and a half, because I think it's going to be super close. I think this game is going to be decided by a field goal, either or, whether Chiefs win or the Browns pull off the slight upset. Uh, I, I like I like that spread for sure. And I don't I just don't feel comfortable with Kansas City winning by a touchdown or more. Like I think it's gonna be super close. And really excited for this game. I, I wish this was like a Monday night or Sunday night game, but um because this matchup is insane. Probably the most anticipated matchup of the week for sure. Yeah, I, I can I think we can all agree on that. And then uh if I gotta take a bet, I'm taking the Browns. Uh, I got plus six here. I'd probably buy a point to be plus six and a half, uh be a little safer there. Um and if I want to think of oh, risk, ah. also, sorry, real quick, shove rushing yards, if, whatever it is, like 80, 100, and over on that for sure. Definitely can agree. A pretty weak linebacking core uh, from the uh, Chiefs uh, to be trying to stop the run out there. But Chris Jones, uh, you know, if he's they're running outside plays, Nick Chubb's going to have a day. But um, just to finish it up here, uh, I take the Browns plus 220 if I want to take a bet, uh, just make it fun. Uh, I could I could see something happening out there in uh, Arrowhead, but uh, a game Good that I, it's a game that's probably gonna be like ten to seven. Uh, it's gonna be the Denver Broncos versus the New York Giants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> two teams with extremely good defenses. I think Denver's got a top three unit this year, and I think Giants got a top eight unit. Um, obviously, we're gonna have Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I wish it was Drew Locke though, uh, going up against Danny Dimes himself. Um, both teams with some pretty decent weapons. Obviously, we got Fumble God. I mean, Butterfingers himself, Evan Ingram out there for the Giants, but also the new acquisition and Kenny Galladay this offseason. You still got Darius Slayton. You still got uh, Sterling Shepard. And the return of Saquon Barkley, which everyone will be looking forward towards. Um, and then on Denver's side, you got the up, uh, you know, you got Jerry Judy with his stock rising up extremely. People thinking he's going to have an all-pro season coming out of his camp talk. Uh, you got Cortland Sutton, Sutton returning from an ACL injury. Uh, you still got Tim Patrick, who had a great season last year, as well as KJ Hamler. And uh, another Iowa product uh, from the same draft class is TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant, uh, who will look to continue upon uh, a great season from last year. Um, Carson, I'll start it off with you. Um, I'm taking the under. That's probably the only bet I'm confident with. But uh, what are you looking at? Yeah, same. I mean, yeah, this game, you said 10 to 7. I can see this game being like 5 to 2, just some obscure, super <laughs> lame score. Um, definitely all defensive for, points. Oh, yeah, all defensive points. I'm definitely a, a contender for least exciting matchup. You know, we talked about Chiefs, Browns, most exciting. Definitely contender for the least exciting matchup. I think the saving graces are, you know, you mentioned Liam. Saquon's return, he looked great in that preseason game against the Eagles. Um, super excited to see uh, you know, Saquon, you know, one of the most dynamic backs in the league when healthy. Excited to see what he does. And then also Judy, we're all super high on Judy. Uh, I'm on my fancy team. I hope he goes off against the squad. Um, you know, I don't know. I just think, um, you know, the Giants are at home. Uh, they're either getting, you know, plus money. I think that's, you know, worth a look. But just a game I don't really want to bet on. I think both of these teams are uh, pretty close in my eyes, honestly. Um, and I think uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be good for the Broncos in the short term. Uh, just, you know, he's a safe option. He's proved that he can get wins um, as a starter. Um, and I don't know. I, I don't really like any of the other bets either. I think, like, like I said, you could maybe convince me of the Giants game, you know, 
uh, plus money. But definitely, definitely love the under for sure. Um, and uh, we'll not be watching. We'll probably we'll just watch the highlights some or if it pops up on Red Zone. Uh, but definitely go with the under for sure. And I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll check it after the game. I'll check the ESPN up after. But, oh, okay. Let's see if yeah. I Jose? Yeah, a ton of question marks surrounding this Giants team. I think I'm definitely for sure taking that under as well. Um, their offense, I think Evan Ingram got hurt uh, last week in preseason, did he not? If he did, Probably. they still got Kyle Rudolph, which is a better option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. This team, this this game just does not excite me at all, despite, you know, there are a couple studs on each side that you might want to look out for, whether it be on offense or on defense. I just yeah. not not interested in, in really betting on this game too much. This should be a defensive, you know, like really good defensive game, though. If you're a big defense guy, there's going to be a lot of studs on each side of the ball, two, you know, great uh, you know, defensive minds on each side. Um, so that if, you're, if you love defense, this is going to be the game for you. There's going to be a lot of defensive talent on the field. Um, but offensively, it's going to make it tough for us as the viewers. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I think the best prop bet of the week is plus 4,000 for first score method. Uh, to be any other than a touchdown or a field goal because it's going to be a fumble or a pick six. Uh, and also, <laughs> with, if the over-under on uh, turnovers is three and a half, I'm hammering that as well. But uh, You said plus 4,000? Anyway, it's plus 4,000. That's honestly not that bad. Oh, dude, for sure. Lock, lock of the week. Throw, like, the a week couple, throw like a couple bucks on there. It's exactly. But uh, another, yeah, another game, obviously, uh, prayers up for those uh, in uh, Louisiana being affected by this hurricane uh, will be taking place in Jacksonville, Florida, instead of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, will be the New Orleans Saints headed by former Heisman winner, uh, Jameis Winston. Um, obviously, uh, Marcus Callaway is projected to be the wide receiver one for this team starting off the week, um, and waiting upon that Michael Thomas return, if it even happens, you know. And then, honestly, um, looking at the Packers side, is it going to be a last dance? You know, you got Aaron Rodgers. You know, a lot of offseason speculation. It took a very long time to finally report to Green Bay. You know, as he was on vacation in Hawaii with Miles Teller. Um, but, honestly, um, Green Bay, you know, they got a lot to prove. Uh, can they go out there? Can they finally end that, you know, streak of losing in the NFC Championship? You know, Raheem Mostert killed them a couple years ago. Uh, the Brady and the Bucks killed them just last season. Uh, looking at this game, though, uh, I mean, a part of me feels that storyline, you know, Jameis is going to bring it home for the um, Saints, you know, after everything that's happened uh, with the hurricane, all the destruction going on, he's going to be the hero of New Orleans, kind of have that Drew Brees-esque vibe to him. Um, I think the over on this game, uh, even 50, I I'd take that, but uh, – yeah, I think I can comfortably take uh, minus four and a half for Green Bay, uh, just the better team. And um, Jose, what are we thinking? Yeah, I'm taking the over all day. I mean, this is Mr. 30-30 himself. Does not care. He's going to launch that ball. They're running streaks every play to Marquez Callaway. They're just going to launch it up. It's, I'm taking the over. There's no way they don't put up more than 50 points. I mean, it's it's Aaron Rodgers, like, He's going to chuck it up to Devontae Adams. They've got Lazard back, who's a deep threat. Um, you know, they've got Tunyon, who's going to score points. You know, obviously they still have Aaron Jones, can break off for a big run here and there. So take the over. 
They're going to put up more than 50. Carson. Uh, yeah, I uh, I, I think the Packers are, are going to end up winning this game, but Jose is right. It's going to be super high scoring. Um, I think Kamara is going to have a big game. Powell as well could pop off. I love, like, you know, if you're in like a daily fantasy league or like a weekly fantasy league or something, like, you know, like on DraftKings or whatever, I think Powell would be a great value pick. Um, yeah, if I, I'm super excited. I'm honestly just super excited, just like box office wise, to see what Winston's going to do. I think it's going to be a fun experience. I'm, I'm really rooting for the guy because we all know he, he has the talent. I mean, he's a former number one overall pick. You know, we've seen, you know, types of throws that he can make. Um, so I'm excited to see him in Sean Payton's system. But uh, sucks that he's not going to have uh, Michael Thomas back. Um, I think the Saints, uh, Saints are going to be decent this year. Uh, I don't. You know, really see them as Super Bowl contenders or anything, but they still have Sean Payton. They still have a great roster. It should be in the playoff hunt. Um, but I still see the Packers coming out. Aaron Rodgers, it's the last dance. You know, we, we know what he's gunning for. It's Super Bowl or bust with him and the Packers. Um, and, you know, you said it. They're going to come up fire. Winston's going to come up fire too. But I think the Packers are, are going to hold him off and, and uh, um, take the dub. So it's a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone loves Winston. It's just fuck FSU, so that's all I got to say. <laughs> Solid. But, uh, nice little plug. We'll move in to the next game uh, before we head in. Uh, the last game, the 425 slot. It's a really big game uh, in terms of a college versus college rivalry. Uh, we have Mac Jones going up against his former starter in um, Totagavailoa. Obviously, the news came out of uh, New England during the roster cuts this week that Cam Newton would be released, uh, making room for Mac Jones to be the starter out there in New England, uh, QB1. Pretty crazy to think that uh, he's the guy that uh, is starting uh, as well uh, amongst all those rookie quarterbacks. Do you think Fields would be a guy that would have the chance over Dalton? Uh, I think Cam being a more talented version than uh, Dalton is. But uh, just kind of looking at this game, though, obviously Xavier Howard decided to return to Miami after speculation. Um Obviously, the PED master himself, Will Fuller, will not be playing, but you'll be having the shiny toy of Jalen Waddle, the first uh, wide receiver taken in this year. Actually, second wide receiver taken in this year's draft. Uh, we'll be playing alongside um, Devontae Parker, Mike Gusecki, and obviously Miles Gaskin, a guy who uh, people are still pretty high on in fantasy, uh, believing he can get a lot of touches this season. And then looking at New England, uh, a lot of offseason moves, which is not New England-esque, bringing in players like Matt Judon, John New Smith, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. I could keep listing them off. A lot of new faces brought in New England. Honestly, a huge move, bringing back right tackle uh, Trent Brown uh, from the Raiders, former Patriot, made his name there. Uh, so a really improved team. Um, I'm taking the Patriots here. I think Mac Jones is going to show. He's got everything to show in this game. Uh, he wants to show that Nick Saban, made the wrong decision by giving uh, Tua Tagovailoa uh, the job over him, even though Tua was a much better, uh, you know, prospect than everything like that. I think he's, he wants to go out there and show out, you know. He's got that dad bod, but he's going he's gonna to show off <laughs> those new uh, tight ends that he's got. Hey, shout out dad bods. For real. Hey, thanks. Shout out dad bods. I'm taking New England minus three in this game. But, uh, Carson, what you got? I'm not picking anyone in this game. Um you know, I think this is going to be super close. Uh, you know, Patriots are going to be super frisky. Uh, you know, Mac Jones, I mean, obviously, uh, one over, I mean, for a rookie quarterback to win over Bill Belichick's trust 
it tells me a lot about uh, you know what they saw from Mac Jones. Um, you know, training camp preseason, um, super accurate. Um, I don't think you know we're gonna like unleash him. I really see him as maybe like a Baker Mayfield 2.0, someone that you know is just super accurate. But they're not gonna ask him to throw all too much. You have you know Damian Harris, a great O line. You have James White out of the backfield. The receiving options are you know pretty uninspiring to be honest. I think Jacoby Myers is a, the best bet to be the uh, the best wide receiver out of their uh, out of their core uh, this season, but uh, you know, with all their uh, with all their offense returning on defense, that makes them super frisky. Um, you know, Belichick embarrassed last season. Last season, you know, missing the playoffs, not ideal. They're coming back with a vengeance. But then the Dolphins, you know, two has a lot to prove. The Dolphins have a lot to prove. They're another team that I think everyone's super high on. Uh, you know, Brian Flores, a Belichick disciple. Um, you know, definitely wants to uh, to be his uh, his former boss, I guess. Um, so I'm super excited. I think it's going to be super close. I'm not picking anyone because I have arguments for both. I don't want to do it. Um, I, I can't pick either or. Um, I'm just ex- I'm just going to sit back. No money on the line. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this game. I think it's going to be a, a, a super well-played game on both sides. I think coaching in this game is – Incredible. So, uh, yeah, super excited for this game. Not be betting on it, though. Uh, Uh, This is, you know, Nick Saban Bowl part one. Mac Jones versus Tua. Tua gets a really tough break here going against a tough defense. Um, And eyes are going to be on this game for sure. Uh, And Tua, I mean, if he struggles, his time could be coming to an end. I mean, there's already talks about them being the favorites to land Deshaun Watson. So, it's it's tough, but I think uh, if I had to pick a bet, I'll probably take the under just because it's going to be a really heavy defensive game, um, and uh, the under on uh, forty four. So yeah, but uh, as far as who's going to win the game, I honestly have no idea. It's pretty close. Like Carson said, I'm just going to sit back, enjoy the game, and see see how see how it goes. All right, so uh, we'll move on these last two games. I don't know why they're primetime. Why the fuck is Andy Dalton primetime versus Matt Stafford? Um, I don't have much to say here. I'm taking the Rams minus seven and a half. I'm taking them minus 350. I'm taking them, uh, their team over. Uh, they're going to whoop on them, and it's <laughs> will start week two. That's my claim. So, Jose, go ahead. 100% agreed. He should be starting week one. That's the that's probably the only reason they wanted to have this game primetime, but now they're going to start fucking Andy Dalton. So, Honestly, the Rams are pretty boring to watch. Despite how good they are, like, they get boring wins, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, very methodical, methodical wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, just kind of started to add on that. Obviously, we have Matthew Stafford uh, getting traded to the Rams, as I talked about earlier. This offseason, one of the biggest moves. Um, he's been going against a former division rival in the Bears. I think he's got the upper hand there because he knows the Bears – and the Bears don't know the Rams like uh, he knows the Bears. So, yeah. But Carson, what are we thinking? Wasn't this the wasn't this the first primetime game last last season? Or in my book, I feel like like this matchup seems to like come up on primetime at least like you know, once or twice a year. Um, I, I think it's I think it's hilarious that they're starting. Uh, they're starting Dalton to throw him out there against Donald, Jalen Ramsey, all the great defensive <laughs> players the Rams have. Let Dalton deal with Donald. And then, you know, when he gets you know, sacked like five, six times, get Fields in there, get the future 
down there next week uh, against uh, – I'm not sure who they're playing. But uh, I love the Rams. They're going to beat up on the Bears. It's going to be brutal. Um, I think everyone on the Rams is uh, for a pretty solid, you know, decent today. Um, I'm, I'm here for the Rams all day. Hey, also uh, look for Darnell Moody to act like Javon Wims versus uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson when he goes up against Jalen Ramsey. So we'll see that when the uh, the the father versus son matchup, as everyone keeps claiming, uh, the only reason why uh, it's even a primetime matchup, in my opinion. And then another one that's only a primetime matchup because it's in the new stadium. Obviously, uh, I love that stadium. Yeah. I just seen so many pictures of it. Uh, it's Baltimore Ravens versus the Raiders. Obviously, the Raiders basically threw away their entire team this offseason. Mike Mayock, uh, I don't know what game you're playing. Uh, you're obviously not playing uh, Madden franchise because you'd be failing if you were doing Madden franchise. Uh, you kept Colton Miller, who was uh, a couple seasons ago was the weakest point of that offensive line, uh, and got rid of everyone else, got rid of Trent Brown. Obviously, Richie Incognito retired. You got rid of Gabe Jackson. Got rid of Rodney Hudson for a third-round pick. Um, and then look at the Ravens. Uh, it looks like they'll have some wide receivers out during this game. So Mark Andrews is going to be a huge highlight. Uh, it's going to be the battle of the uh, tight ends this game. But I don't really see much out of the Raiders. I think Lamar Jackson is going to run like crazy. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, a very fast and very talented safety Trayvon Morick does. Uh, hopefully, you know, they put him on a QB spot to keep an eye out on Jackson. Uh, just try and do something. Try and do something. Because I think the Ravens, uh, Gus Edwards, uh, now leading that running attack as uh, as it looks to be with J.K. Dobbins going down with the injury this season. Um, take the Ravens uh, rushing yards over for every single player. Um, the Raiders are trash. They're going to uh, – Derek Carr is going to be decent, but he can't help the situation around him. I hope by the end of the season, uh, going into offseason, the Raiders blow everything up. They, get, they let Carr go to a team that can be good for him. Let Waller go to a team that can be good for him and uh, just start a rebuild because they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. That's my take. Uh, Carson – Ended off. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens minus four and a half. Same. That's one of the best bets of the week in my eyes. Uh, you know, Lee, you made a great post that will be up uh, pretty soon about you know, our favorite uh, bets this week, and this will definitely be one of them. Um, Ravens love beating up on bad teams. Like, that's I do. like hey, you know, like you know, in sports, like you, you like you gotta get. The easy wins and the Ravens do just that. They always beat up on the bad teams, and the Raiders are a bad team. Uh, Monday Night Football, I, it's it's gonna be the Lamar show. I, I I think Lamar is gonna feast. He's gonna go off. It's gonna be box office. It's gonna be awesome to watch. He's gonna run all over them. He's gonna do everything he wants to against the Raiders. I'm super excited to see Lamar uh, come in on Monday Night Football. Just go off. Um, I'm taking the Ravens with that minus four and a half. All day. I think uh, it, it's really just going to be a little Marshall because I think it's going to beat up on the Raiders that bad. It's, it's going to be brutal. Yeah. And Jose to end it off. Yeah, that's same. Everything, everything you guys, I mean, you guys pretty much covered it. Ravens, like, are a full go. Everyone, you know, fantasy wise, start Gus Edwards, start Lamar. Even start, start Sammy Watkins. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say even start Sammy Watkins, bro, and uh, Hollywood Brown as a flex. Like, sure, we'll go for the Raiders for the Ravens. As far as the Raiders, don't start anyone versus Baltimore. Not even Josh Jacobs because this Baltimore run defense Waller. is no joke. Oh yeah, yeah, Waller. Uh, but that's obvious. Um, yeah, I mean, Jacobs like he could he could struggle heavily this game. Thirty carries for sixty yards. Watch. 
<laughs> and like one touchdown yeah. to make it save save for his fantasy value. I get like that, Yeah, that's that's such a Raiders ass stat line. He'll get that garbage um, time touchdown. Make sure you start Kenyon Drake because he promised he'd win you fantasy leagues last season. So who knows? <laughs> um, otherwise, uh, we'll we'll have an Instagram post up uh, coming later to you closer towards uh, kickoff for the NFL season with all of our predictions. Uh, we're kind of keep track of this season. Uh, see who has the best record for guessing games. Just straight money line. Uh, who's going to win? But uh, otherwise, uh, if anyone's got anything else to say, this has been Coast to Coast podcast. Uh, getting ready for the fantasy football and football season. I'm so excited. Same. I can't believe we're less than a week. Less than a week, we'll be watching some real football. And it's going to be a banger, too. Bucks, Cowboys, come on. Cowboys right. whooping the well, Bucks week one. You heard it here first. We're seeing it all yeah. over Sports Center until Sunday. It's from, from Thursday night to Sunday morning. My feed is going to be all Bucks, Cowboys posts. Yep. yep. And, uh, when we come to you on Sunday, obviously we'll be talking about how De'Ara King has solidified his case for the Heisman over uh, a win against Alabama and Nick Saban, uh, where I will be <laughs> in the streets of Miami, Florida, as we win uh, in a blowout versus Bryce Young's pussy ass. Otherwise, uh, this is the Coast Coast Podcast. We're signing out. Peace.